Hello, and welcome to Natasha Explains It All. Today's episode is another action alert about a ballot measure and the fight for democracy and how you can be part of the solution. And instead of Atlanta, Georgia being our focus, like the last action alert, today's action alert is going to take us to Ohio. So what's going on in Ohio? Well, in the November 2023 election coming up, there is going to be a ballot measure put forth put before voters that would protect reproductive rights in the state constitution, covering things like abortion, miscarriage, contraception, and various types of fertility treatments. This ballot measure was uh, by popular referendum, meaning that various people got together and collected the, the necessary signatures to be able to put this on the ballot and to now allow Ohio, Ohioans to vote on whether they want their state constitution to protect various forms of reproductive rights. And this ballot measure is, uh, is polling really well. Um, polling shows that about 59% of Ohioans support this constitutional amendment, this state constitutional amendment to protect reproductive rights under the state constitution. So Ohioans are going to have a chance to vote in November of this year on that reproductive rights ballot measure. That all sounds great, right? Well, <laughs> the it wouldn't be an action alert if that was all that was going on. Unfortunately, there are Republican legislators, surprise, surprise, who don't want this ballot measure to pass and are also looking ahead to other progressive ballot measures that will likely be that will be or will likely be on the ballot next year in 2024 including a measure to raise the minimum wage in Ohio as well as a measure to um, end gerrymandering in the state and to draw uh, more fair election maps just as an aside gerrymandering is a process by which political parties draw uh, electoral maps to protect the incumbents and basically dilute the vote. So, you know, if you had a population like in Ohio, I don't know what the exact split is, but let's say it's 50% Republicans and 50% Democrats. Well, through gerrymandering, Republicans are able to take, you know, 75 to 80% of the uh, seats in the state legislature and in Congress because of gerrymandered maps, even though they only represent 50% of the electorate. Those exact numbers are off, but they're illustrative of how gerrymandering works. It's used to draw districts in such a way that you protect the incumbents and dilute the vote of the voters <laughs> that don't support you. So anyway, Republican legislators don't want this reproductive rights ballot measure to pass in November of this year. And they also don't want other pro progressive ballot measures next year and in the future to pass either. So what are they doing? Well, they've added an additional election to vote on a measure that would impact the November measure. So on August 8th, so in just a few weeks, on August 8th, Ohioans will have the chance to vote on something called Issue 1. And what issue one would do is it would raise the threshold for passing the type of constitutional amendment by ballot measure 
that is on the ballot in November. So right now, and what's been the law for like 100 years, is that to have a constitutional amendment by referendum, again, meaning that it's a um, it's a topic, it's an issue that was raised through the public, you know, collected necessary signatures to get it on the ballot, rather than something that the state legislators proposed. The rule now is, is that for that to pass, you just need a simple majority. You need 50, 50% of voters plus one vote for it to pass. And Republican legislators have added <clears throat> onto, have created an election in August, on August 8th, to change that threshold from 50% plus one vote to 60%, making it much, much, much harder for the public to engage in putting forth and voting for constitutional amendments. And again, the name of this, um, uh, of the, of like the question before voters is called issue one in this August 8th election. And the Republican Secretary of State has publicly admitted that the reason they came up with this August 8th election and the issue one uh, vote is, is to defeat the November referendum to enshrine uh, reproductive rights in the state constitution. There's no like pretending um, about what the purpose of creating this additional election in August, in early August, when most people are on vacation, where most people are not paying attention, in an effort to make it basically impossible for the November uh, reproductive rights ballot measure to pass. Um, and it's also just, you know, a little uh, too on the nose that this has been polling at about 59% of, of the public supporting it, and they want to raise the threshold to 60% to get it passed. Now, um, the, the additional bad faith layer to this is, is that, um, the state legislature actually banned August elections very recently because they are known for, for having such historically low turnout. So for example, there was an August election last year in Ohio and turnout was historically low. It was about 8% of, you know, the voting of, of, of voters, you know, people eligible to vote actually went out and vote. So they, but they reversed themselves. So in, in, they reversed the ban on August elections to reintroduce August elections this year because they want to make it basically impossible for the November ballot measure on reproductive rights to pass. Because if it requires 60%, of voters to vote yes to have that um, ballot measure pass and the state constitution therefore be amended to protect reproductive rights, it will almost certainly fail. And any future progressive ballot measures will also be, it will be much more difficult for them to pass as well. And the issue one, which again is this vote on August 8th, doesn't just raise the threshold to pass a constitutional amendment by popular referendum from a simple majority to 60%, it also would make it, as if that wasn't enough, they're also making it much harder to even gather the signatures necessary to get something on the ballot. 
So again, backing up, there's various ways that constitutional amendments to a state constitution can be made, right? State legislators can propose them, but this, this is an attack directly on the public's ability to propose constitutional amendments. So if issue one passes on August 8th, not only would it require 60% of voters to pass a constitutional amendment, but it would also require for the signature gathering, because you have to collect like a certain number of signatures to get a ballot, to get a referendum on the ballot for then the entire public to vote on. Right now, the rule is, is that the, that the, the, you know, the people gathering signatures to get something on the ballot need to gather signatures from people of, out uh, in 44 of Ohio's 88 counties. So it's already a lot. You have to get signatures from residents of half of the counties in the state to get a statewide ballot measure on the ballot. Well, issue one, which voters will, will be put forth before voters on August 8th, would require signatures of every single county. So all 88 counties, they would have to collect the signatures from registered voters in all 88 counties. Then if they're somehow able to <laughs> overcome that Herculean task, they then have to get 60% of the population to vote yes on that measure. Uh, that's just, I mean, it's, it's designed to make it in, in, virtually impossible, right, to implement any type of voter-led constitutional amendment. Now, um, additional things that make this August 8th, um, election sinister and bad faith, I was talking to a family friend who is a college student in Ohio, and I was sharing with her, you know, the issue about issue one and this August 8th election that's designed to stop this pro-reproductive rights ballot measure in November. And, you know, she was sharing with me that, you know, yeah, August 8th, I mean, all of the college students are still home. You know, she's not going back to campus until late August. And even though she's registered to vote in Ohio as a college student in Ohio, she's likely not going to be there on the day of the election. And as you may know, younger voters not only tend to vote, tend to vote more favorably towards progressive uh, measures, but they have been instrumental in defeating a lot of the anti-abortion um, measures that have been put out in the last few years, particularly in the wake of the Supreme Court overturning Roe v. Wade and eliminating the, the federal constitutional right to an abortion, then leaving it up to the states to come up with their own laws. And various states then have tried to implement their own uh, laws to limit access to abortion. And young voters have come out in force opposing these restrictions on their reproductive freedom. So it's particularly sinister that the election was scheduled for August 8th when college students who are of voting age, who uh, would by and large be pro the November uh, reproductive rights ballot measure are not going, a lot of them are not going to be out of town, you know, and not going to be around to be able to vote on August 8th for this um, on, on issue one and defeating issue one, which ironically, of course, right, can pass with 50% plus one if, 
um, to pass, but then it would be changing the rule for what percentage you would need to for a constitutional amendment that um, in this, if for um, most immediately to uh, to protect reproductive rights in the state constitution. Now, I also had someone ask me, well, why does sixty percent matter? Like, or why would why is sixty percent bad? You know, is it is it really that bad versus you know fifty percent plus one, a simple majority? And the reality is, is that it would be almost impossible to get anything passed if you require 60% of voters to say yes. Even very popular measures uh, don't tend to pass with such a large margin. You know, for example, I think it was called Amendment 2. I might be wrong about that, but in Kansas uh, last year, there was a, a ballot measure to, um, to protect reproductive rights um, in Kansas, I, my apologies. I believe that it was like the reverse. It was one of these efforts to strip, um, Kansans of their right to, um, reproductive freedom because the Kansas state constitution protects it. And it was defeated and it was defeated handedly, but it was still defeated handily by like 58 or 59% of the vote, uh, you know, of those who voted, you know, voted, um, in favor of reproductive rights. So you know, states are looking, for, you know, to each other for examples. And certainly if um, the Republican legislators are successful in passing issue one on August 8th, you can bet that others, other conservative state legislators across the country are going to introduce the same type of um, measures to try to make it to, to damper democracy, to make it that much harder to participate and for the voice of the public to be heard and for what the public actually wants to be implemented. So make it harder for you to participate, right, because of the signature requirement, and then harder for you to like actually pass what is actually very popular. 60% is basically an impossible threshold. A simple majority is the way to um, ensure representative democracy. So, and you may have heard as well, like Ohio already is a state with extremely restrictive abortion laws. There currently is a six week ban, but I believe that it's been currently blocked um, by the courts, but abortion access is extremely limited in Ohio. You may have heard of the high profile case recently of a 10 year old who had been raped and gotten pregnant, but she couldn't access an abortion in Ohio and had to travel to Indiana. And then Indiana, and it was legal in Indiana for her to get an abortion. And then the state of Indiana went after the doctor who performed the abortion, even though the doctor followed all of the law, this whole scandal. So Ohio is not remotely progressive when it comes to reproductive rights, but the public in general, like the people, the, the legislator, the legislature, not supportive. The public, very supportive. Again, the ballot measure in November to protect reproductive rights as part of the state constitution is polling very well. But Republican state legislators don't want it to pass. So they've introduced an additional election on August 8th in the middle of the summer to change the threshold to pass the ballot measure in November and make it basically impossible for it to pass.
So that's the background about what's the bad news. The good news is that we got to, we can still defeat issue one on August 8th. And how are we going to do that? Most importantly, spreading the word, right? If you have friends, family, coworkers, anyone that you know that has any ties to Ohio whatsoever, right? You might have a family friend who's a college student there. You might have a cousin or whoever. You have, you know, your company, right, has a branch in Ohio. Okay, spread the word to them. Let them know about this August 8th election and tell them to vote no on issue one. That's the ask. Vote no on issue one. And if you need information about your polling place, you can go to voteohio.gov. That's voteohio.gov. I'll put that in the show notes. And there are various organizations that are helping with get out the vote uh, initiatives that you can become involved in, in addition to just word of mouth and reaching out to people in your circles that are um, registered voters in Ohio or they know other people who are and can pass the word along. So just a couple of organizations that I will mention by name that you can check out and I will include in the show notes. One is Postcards to Voters. I've mentioned them before. I have an episode about them. Postcards to Voters is doing a whole handwritten postcard campaign to registered voters in the state of Ohio to let them know about the August 8th election, to let them know about Issue 1, to let them know about the impact of Issue 1 on the reproductive rights measure in the November election. So you can sign up to volunteer with them, and you can go to postcardstovoters.org to get signed up. And the other is the uh, is indivisible indivisible is organizing i think a variety of things text banking phone banking postcarding all kinds of different things that you can plug into and again i will include that in the show notes so again uh, we need to defeat issue one on august 8th in ohio oh and early voting has already started Early voting started on July 11th, so if you are a registered voter in Ohio, um, or if you know people who are, again, voting has already begun, and you can find more information about all of that on voteohio.gov, and then the actual election day, so the last day to vote, will be August 8th, which is coming up really fast. So we got to defeat issue one on August 8th, and then turn out in November for the ballot measure in support of reproductive rights and enshrining that in the Ohio State Constitution. So we're going to leave that for now. That's today's action alert. Vote no on issue one on August 8th in Ohio. And please let's help spread the word so we can defeat issue one on August 8th and we can vote yes for the pro-reproductive rights ballot measure in November. Thanks so much for listening and see you next time. Hey everybody, just a quick PS. I want to make sure that I'm always providing as accurate information as I can. And after I'd already recorded the prior segment, I went to fact check what I had stated about what the current state of abortion law is in Ohio. So I wanted to share that so we have accurate information. The source I went to is Abortion Fund of Ohio. That's abortionfundofohio.org. They help people who um, are in need of abortion and other reproductive rights services be able to 
access them in the state of Ohio, I recommend um, them as a place to donate. I'm actually a donor for full transparency. And on their website, they have the latest news that abortion is currently legal in Ohio up through 21 weeks and six days of gestation. Um, it is true that the Ohio legislator, legislature after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, implemented a six-week ban. However, the block is that, excuse me, that six-week ban has been temporarily blocked by the courts. So at least for now, abortion is legal up through 21 weeks and six days of gestation. And I encourage you again to check out Abortion Fund of Ohio um, to get more up-to-date information about the landscape in Ohio. Thanks so much. Mm -hmm.